And good evening, everybody. Don't forget, seminars are back. JeffGelmanSeminars.com, JeffGelmanSeminars.com. And uh, first one's coming up. Not the first one. The next one's coming up on the Thursday. For some reason, when I say Thursday, I I think of the month of November. November 4th and 5th, and that's in Pearson, Florida. See you there. Good evening, everybody. It is Wednesday. Wednesday, another beautiful day in Florida. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. My name is Jeff of Solid C9 Training, and this is the lovely Joelle. And we got a little podcast called the What Would Jeff Do show. It's a Q&A show. A lot of people ask a lot of questions on how to stop things. And uh, that's the Q&A part. So they'll type in their question. Joel will read it. One of us will answer it. We go on... Uh, you know, sometimes we want, you know, I'll write, you know, rampages on the show. We get emotional. We get excited. We get angry. Um, it's a podcast. You know, it's a fun podcast. We do talk a lot about how to stop unwanted behaviors. I think that's the biggest thing that's stopping people from living their best life with their dog is their dog's unwanted behavior. If you really think about it, I mean, obviously, not knowing obedience does limit one to certain activities, um, enjoyable activities, as well as necessary activities. Um, But the unwanted behaviors, the stopping of the bad behaviors is really what people struggle with. And wouldn't it be great if you can have a dog that um, you can eliminate all their unwanted behaviors? Wouldn't it be great if you can have a dog that you can train, you know, to do, you know, wanted behaviors and you can do it all yourself and, and, and that's what we strive for, not only just on this show, but a lot of our content. Um, that is our oxygen is, is empowering people to do this on their own and to train what you want, stop what you don't want, and uh, be able to do the majority of it on your own. Speaking of which, we have a great course called Green to Graduate. Just to let everybody know, the, cor- the course right now is $197. It's priceless meaning it's worth thousands of dollars technically because that's what people pay for boarding trains including to us on the first of november that course that is 197 i don't know if anybody ever does this like like price increase but it's like we are we're actually letting you know the price is going up to 497 dollars which is seems ridiculous but not if you can have a highly obedient on and off leash trained dog with that. So a lot of courses have been undervalued and the prices will be going up. We'll be adding higher ticket coaching programs because after 20 years in business, successful online and in-person training, we are offering coaching now so we can help um, dog trainers now also financially. We've been focusing on a lot on the skill set over the last 20 years. We've always talked about, you know, business, you know, uh, concepts. Joelle has talked a lot about social media. Um, we've done mastermind in-person events, um, but um, we'll be doing even a lot more coaching as well. Um, so be prepared to really have some dramatic increases in business and in life in 2024. 
So we've already gone through two coaching sessions of a mini coaching session program we're doing two weeks. And we've got the third week coming up um, this Sunday. And um, sometime in the next couple of days, if not today, the launch, I think it's available, the launch of the new coaching um, for uh, $1,297 is launching new payment plans. And that's to start in um, December. All right. So what do we got here for questions? Um, for the folks on, I don't know why, um, today Facebook, it happened on my morning show as well. Facebook groups was not syncing up with StreamYard. So this is not on Facebook groups and I'm not quite, which is the solid canine training group, which I'm not quite sure why that's happening. Um, why it's not syncing up with oh, really? yeah. Facebook can comment. The way Facebook can even see it. Damn. Yeah, it's not syncing up and it says it, it says it right there at the problem. We're having a problem. So it's not, huh. it's not me. Yeah. Yeah. So Dang. Yep. That sucks. All right. Street trout says question for Jeff. What to do if a dog is prong collar reactive, for example, leash biting and collar scratching, yep. maybe try e-collar in conjunction or is it one or the other? No, no. You can try as many different colors as possible. Just to let you know, this isn't necessarily a prong collar um, conversation. It's a thing around their neck conversation. Um, dogs do, Dogs exhibit the same behaviors. They bite the leash. So you're walking the dog, and the dog's a little bit reactive. The dog gets frustrated. It turns and it bites the leash. No matter what collar they have on or what type of leash you're using, I've seen that. And that's got nothing to do with the prong collar. Um, we have a lot of dogs that when you correct them, they'll go into a lot of dogs, but a dog could go into to defense. Um, it also possibly redirect. I've seen that on every other collar and leash setup as well so we're talking about just animal animal behavior when it comes to that what was the other issue there's one other thing mm -hmm. So what you're going to do is fighting collars correct yeah, so it's correct you can you correct both of those things you just correct it you correct it now e collar you can absolutely use the e collar slip lead combo and e collar prong collar combo but what you want to do is you want to teach your dog the language of the e collar shot collar remote collar all the same thing because it is actually a wonderful less invasive way to have a conversation with your dog um very close by or far away a lot of people object to them i get it but on the other hand, there's a lot of people out there with some really shy, nervous, fearful dogs. And people usually talk about e-cowers for like, oh, last chance, you know, so my last option, meaning, you know, they tried everything else. To us, it's the first option. And that's not because we don't know how to train dogs. In fact, I've often said, and I'll say it more, no matter what tool you use, you should be able to train a dog with almost no tools, like you don't need special collars, but why? So well, then why do you use all these collars, Jeff? And I'm like, well, I can train a dog with no food too, but we also use food. Like, would you ask me why do you use food? No, you would ask me why do I use the collar? That's what's really interesting. I can train a dog with no food and no collar. People usually say, then why do you use the collars? They don't say, then why do you use the food? So why is food acceptable point. and and collar is not acceptable? They're both tools. They're both motivators. So um, the reason why we use tools is for owners, is to help out owners. That is the primary reason why we use tools, is to help. Because people have to remember, these are not our personal dogs we're training. These are clients' dogs. If you didn't know, Solid Canine Training is a dog training company. It's not 
Jeff and his dog in his mind owning a business. I'm like, it's, it's actually a real business that's been around for 20 years and has traveled the world and represented in multiple countries showing people how to train their dogs. So it's like, so with my own dog, for instance, my dog has an e-cower on during coyote season up when we're up in New England. That's a safety issue. But most people don't even have off-leash trained dogs. Um, so I think it's important that you know how to stop every behavior without any specialized equipment, and you know how to train any behavior without any specialized equipment. The equipment just makes it easier, more fun for you and the dog, possibly. And there's a lot of issues, actually, that cannot be eliminated without equipment, like a lot of stressful, fearful, nervous dogs, a lot of aggressive dogs. Believe it or not, an e-collar is the most gentlest, humane, less invasive tool. Next. Avi says, hi, all. Hey, hey, Avi. Hey, Avi. How are you? Sid, evening, Avi and gang. Hey, Sid. Hey, Sid. Snugglebun says, hey, everyone. Hey, Snugglebun. Hey, Snugglebuns. Awesome. Ozzy, good evening, everyone. Hey. Gang's all here. Rebecca. What's the usual. Hey, always love catching you guys live. My God, you guys are obsessed. Pauline gave a thumbs up. Um, Holly from Arizona says, howdy, howdy from beautiful Arizona. Oh. I'm sure it's really more, but congrats on podcast number 1,000. Oh, yeah. It's, this is, it is more. It, it's, it's, I think there's six years that are not documented. Really? But yeah. Yeah. Why weren't you documenting your shit? We were, but I don't know if I put numbers on them. Oh, I, I didn't put any numbers, but I had a radio show. I don't know if they were numbered. So I had a radio show for six years. So it's a lot. Mm, let's see. Street Trout says, I agree. No should be one of the first commands a dog should learn. Very important for a dog's life. You know, it's funny. I talked about it this morning and I came across pretty harshly. And now that I think about it, I was right to. Um, <laughs> what's so funny about that? I thought you were going to like backpedal. And you're like, now that I think about it, <laughs> I was right. <laughs> well, so you all told me about a direct message or a text or something or a phone call, whatever. Someone she knows, maybe it's just on social media. They have a 10-week-old Corso that has already bitten their child in resource guards food. A corso is a killing machine. A corso, a corso can kill a child very quickly. Um, it can kill an adult pretty quickly. They are a force to reckon with, I will say. It is a very large power breed dogs. I've worked with a lot of them, and they're powerful. So if I was the owner of a 10-week-old corso that was resource guarding food and already bitten one of my kids, I assure you a large amount of force would be put upon that dog, preceded with the word no, and I would actually set it up. Like, here's a bowl of food. Go ahead and resource guard it. Why? Because I want that dog at 10 weeks old to fully, so what would I do? A couple of things. I would scruff it and hold it up. I would bonk it harshly. I would do something that was uncomfortable to the dog or, FYI, scary to the dog. So it didn't want to do it again. So fuck don't train with pain. Fuck don't train with fear. We need to put that into context. We're talking about the life and death of this dog, absolutely, and the safety or death of a child. And if anyone that thinks I'm joking, just look it up. How many people are killed by dogs a year? Probably more than sharks. Um, oh, definitely. So um, it's probably not more than coconuts, though. 
Yo, coconut kill more people. No, I think we debunked that. That's actually not true. Did we? Are you sure about that? Pretty sure we did. Oh, well, well, I'm sticking to that one. So um, that dog should never want to bite again. And a lot of people will do the redirection thing. That's the stupidest thing in the world to do. If you have a resource guarding dog and you, what redirection is, say you've got a dog that's eating kibble you, and you have hot dogs in your pocket, you approach the food bowl, the dog growls, you take the hot dogs, you throw them to the side, the dog goes for the hot dogs or, or the other HVT, which is acronym. Many times there's an acronym um, um, other than see you next Tuesday in dog training. Anytime there's an acro- acronym, you, you want to run from it. You ought to run from it because it's it's full of shit. So HVT, high-value treat, that's what they actually call them, HVTs. Are you using HVTs? Maybe you need your super HVTs, you know, your HVTs times three, you know. Um, so that's that's how you train resource guarding, just to let you know. And anybody that suggests that doesn't understand actual basic um, um, reward-based training which is what you're doing. You're actually training the dog to be a resource guarder. That is fact, not opinion. That's how it works. Just understand dog training philosophy. So next. It's only two coconut deaths per year. No. Yes. It's not 150. That was amazing. No, 64. It's no, it's two. It's only two? It's two. That's it? Yes. Oh my gosh, my life has been destroyed. I told you we de- we debunked that a while ago. I didn't even realize it was so low. Constant said, hey, JJ, today I did a training session with my cousin's spaniel puppy. I recorded some pretty good footage for my coaching homework. Pretty oh, excited about it. Going to put it out there tomorrow. Good for you. Good. Yeah, write a nice little narrative. Mm-hmm. And don't, please, and I know you, Constance, don't be like... My first time oh, filming, yeah. make an apology. Yeah. My first time training a friend's dog, make an apology. No apologies. No self-worth issue bullshit put in print. None of that. And if anybody thinks I'm being a jerk right now, well, then don't join the coaching. Yeah. <laughs> this is the shit we saw. She's one of our coaches. Okay. One of our, we got, we got, we got, yeah, zone. getting out of her comfort zone. But a lot mm-hmm. of people... Females especially make a lot of apologies about things that they shouldn't be. Own your shit. Own your shit. Put it out there. Don't worry about if anybody likes it or not. All right? Get it out there. Next. Obviously, just because you can doesn't make it prudent. You need to consider efficiency. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Angelo started um, robot. uh, He's taking a robot class two days a week. At the, we, we live right across the street from actually a college. A university, actually, it's a university, I think. Right across the street from a university. And they offer classes to homeschool kids. So they have a robotics class twice a week. So I could, and I'm probably going to start um, now, walking there with Ange. It's a quarter mile away. But I drove because it's, a, believe it or not, the parking lot system is five times the size, five times longer than actually the drive there. So it's like, I just want to make sure we can get to the right building. Um, so, uh, and I'm glad I did drive because we went to the wrong building. Um, <laughs> so, so, but, but anyway, the point is I drove, I could have walked. We could have rode bicycles. Definitely could have. But I drove. Why? Convenience. Next. Paul, I said, had a great field trip with a calm dog, proudly wearing his muzzle to the farmer's market nice. and witnessed a lady choking out her roddy on a martingale while it was being attacked by a Yorkie on a harness. Right, right. So two pieces of equipment that are supposed to be used for training, but were actually in that situation making it worse. Why? Because a harness 
actually puts dogs into drive. Really, Jeff? Yeah. Because when I did protection work, my dog went into a harness. Why? To increase drive. Okay, that's one way to increase drive. So, um, and then the other dog is on a martingale, which is, it's a pet. The martingale collar is a patented item. Look up the patent. There's the drawings, there's the description. It like, looks like old drawings, old description, because it's an old collar. And it's called a, the official name for it. It is something, 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 limited choke. So what happens is, when a dog is pulling on the collar, the dog is choked. If the dog doesn't pull, there's no choke. If you release the, cow, the, the, the leash, there's no choke. The problem is, when the dog is pulling, it's choking. That also sends it into distress and drive. So you've got two tools, both creating a fucking shit show. And that can, you can easily have not have had that. Next. Street Trout said, thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. And let's see. I know there's another one on Insta here. They mm. just get lost because the Yeah, because they all look the little. same. Tiago says, I'll be contacting you soon. Awesome. Oh, sounds good. And we're easy to get a hold of. You can direct message us, email Jeff at Sally Canine Training. Direct message is good because Joelle um, usually sees our heart. We've got a couple of people that see our um, direct messages. I so. think we were just talking on Instagram, Tiago. Yeah. Um, Anna, let's see. Just kidding. Avi said 1K, baby. That's what, right. What do you 1K. Say? 1K, 1,000. Oh, 1, I thought like one, I was thinking of like, you know, $1,000 um, or one kilometer. Yeah. Nope. Thousandth show. Anna says, I've heard many times when he bites, he shows remorse or he's sorry. That's bullshit. I'm stuck on how to logically respond. I typically just ignore the comment. What would Jeff do to explain this to a client? Oh, if it's a client? say you're fucking wrong. Oh my God, we would not say that. No, don't say it the way I say it. Say it the way you would say it. But you they, you have to emphasize, okay, let, let me ask you this. Ask, this is what you asked the question. You're on the second floor. Your dog is downstairs outside. You're looking out the window. Your dog kills your cat. You own a cat. The dog kills the cat. What facial expression does the dog have? It's probably proud. It probably prances around your backyard with a cat in its mouth. Why? I'll tell you why. You weren't there to yell at it. It's, it's the uh, remorse or the physical response, what you're interpreting as emotional response that the dog is having is to your yelling not to the act of biting the kid, biting you. It's the you yelling at the dog. The dog don't give two shits. They're proud. They're apex predators. That's what they do. Oh, geez. It's like, it's not like they're like fat and like guilty for eating ice cream. It's like, it's just like, they're like, fuck you, Tommy. It's like, sorry, all these behaviors in the wild. Dogs usually prance around and they're proud. Damn right I fucking killed an animal. And come near it, I'm going to attack you. When is it humbled? When Papa Bear jumps on it, takes the food from it. But... Make well, sure you look at both cameras. I am. Left to, its, <laughs> left to its own devices? Left to its own devices? No. 
no remorse. So say it, say it any way you want to. Oh, why did you just do that? So um, I know, look yeah, at that screen. That. That's why. He's like, which one do you want me to do? Um, put your eyes in two different directions. And I'm taking the third direction away. All right? <laughs> Actually, the fourth and the fifth direction, baby. Let's see. Tiago says, can a dog get worse if using a shot collar? Sure. If you use it wrong. Yeah, absolutely. You know what else a dog can get worse on? Not training at all. That's true. Using food. That's using true. a gentle leader. Using a no-pull harness. Act. Dog, dog can get worse at any time. How about this? Can a competition dog who scores high get worse? Yep, sure can. Can a competition dog make mistakes? Yep, sure can. Can couples' relationships get worse? Sure can. Can physically fit people all of a sudden get out of shape? Sure can. I'm being a little, I'm not, this is not directly to you, but it's like, it's like, it's called life. Now, if it was a problem, we wouldn't use them and we wouldn't make courses out of them. But there's such, we actually, it's so difficult to make your dog worse with active training, with our courses. It's extremely difficult. Next. Let's see. Awesome. Ozzy says, no pain, no gain. Yep. Um, Avi says, amen. Awesome, Ozzy. GB Bucks. Hey, guys. The three schnauzers. Client is doing great. We're getting some great results. Good. Barrier frustration, leech reactivity, adding in structure through obedience, too. You guys kicked me into gear. Nice. Oh, Graham, you're killing it. Killing Jesus it. Christ. Love you're, it. You're like a one-man cheerleading squad over here. <laughs> Avi said, embrace that suck. Yeah. Anything difficult is like, like wake up, everybody. Anything difficult is is hard, mentally hard, physically hard. It's the way it's the way the world works. And the problem is that we've we have a society now where people want easy the easy street. They don't know what they absolutely don't know what hard work is. Let's see. Joyful dog says canine behavior question. Some. Same dog that jumped out the second story window brings weird objects. Doesn't destroy or chew. Books, two pound dumbbell. Last object, a 10 pound dumbbell from the basement to the second story office. Curious if you've ever seen this. Mm -hmm. Very heavy object to carry three floors. Brought it to the owner's lap. Brought me a massive hardcover book when I did the first home visit. Yep, it's gifting. It's called gifting. It's probably got a really strong neck. <laughs> Wes usually well, that, that's a 75 pound dog. Yeah, it's called gifting. That's what dogs do. So it's actually the opposite of aggression. It's like an almost like an appeasement behavior yep. type thing. Yeah. Yep. Um. Whoa! Now Instagram's blown up. I can't keep up here. Okay. No, nobody can get on Facebook. Yeah, I know, right? Um. Said okay because the previous owner used a shot collar and wanted to jump at her. That's why I was asking. Yeah, the the dog. I mean, she could have used it wrong. We we see. This is the thing. Everyone's afraid that it, it's like. They shouldn't be sold because people can use it wrong. That's so stupid. Don't sell any outlets. So in in <laughs> fix that mushroom. Someone just said three bucks too. I never noticed that mushroom stay. So, like the mushroom bagger get closer and closer to the edge. Just to let you know. Can the, you fix that? There is no mushroom there. <laughs> just to let you know. That's a watermelon. Just just want to let you know. So I don't know how many drinks you've had tonight. Mushroom. I don't know what you're smoking. No, of. there is not a mushroom there. That is a watermelon. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll be pissed. You could, 
Like, we don't know how this owner used the collar. But the whole thing, conversation about that's why e-collars shouldn't be sold to the public. Okay, how many of you have been to Home Depot and gone down the electrical aisle? Like where they sell all the outlets, the wiring, plugs, they sell panels. Do they only sell them to licensed electricians? Why not? Do they sell that to a homeowner? Seriously? Audacity. You know, you can burn your house down. Like electrical fires are a major problem. You can burn your house down with a damn candle. More of a major pro- electrical fires are more of a major problem than dog bites, I would imagine, as far as as far as financial and as far as death. PTSD, everything. People get burned. That's like hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in hospital bills. But there they are selling them to the general public. I don't. Th- I think only licensed people should go in and buy electrical equipment. I don't think they should sell it to the general public. That's a joke. I'm being sarcastic, but that's the same story. So we don't know how the person was trained with an e-collar. And I, this is all I can tell you is this: I've been doing this for 20 years. That says something. I've worked with 10,000 dogs. That says something. I'm not new to this game. I've been doing this for a very long time. I specialize in highly aggressive dogs. In other words, I never turned down a dog because of the dog's behavior. Dogs were turned down because of the owner's behavior, but not because of the dog's behavior. We don't even do assessments. What's your dog's problem? Great. Bring it in. Oh, it's been 20 people. Great. Bring it in. How about if it bites you? It won't. So out of those 10,000 dogs, I would say probably in the 75 to 80% have never had a tool on them in their life. And guess what? They were biting the owners. They tried to bite us. They've never had a knee cow on before. So not using a knee cow makes dogs aggressive. Using reward make, uh, reward-only training makes dogs aggressive. They all had, they, most of them had nylon leashes. Nylon leashes makes dogs aggressive. I mean, we can go down and down and down. Kibble, most of them ate kibble, almost 100%. Kibble makes dogs aggressive. Oh, my God. I mean, I mean we, we couldn't, right? So you give your dog kibble every day, and it's aggressive every day. Kibble makes your dog aggressive. I mean, that is the kind of reasoning that folks are using, correct? That's a direct correlation. Kibble, aggression. So, so no, but, uh, you know, with an e-collar, if your timing is bad, sure, you can mess up your dog in, in multiple reasons. If you don't go through our four-stage thing, your dog can be confused. Yeah. Next. Very good dog training. Oh, hey, Steven. He says, what's up, y'all? All caffeined up and ready for some deep rants with a tin hat energy. Yeah. I don't know if that's What are you gonna... drinking caffeine this late for, Steven? You're going to be up all night. It's probably, you know what he's probably drinking is a, is a cold, uh, one of those canned beverages. Red Bull or Monts. What do they have those things called? that kind of guy. Steven's a coffee kind of guy. I don't know guy, if he's having, Right, Steven? He's, drinking, he's probably drinking. You know, he might be drinking nice iced coffee. Yeah. Um. Let's see. A nice coffee is actually a nice evening, evening beverage. It is, but you're going to do decaf. You can't be drinking caffeine this late. That's up to you. Beverly, dog's fine in the yard in-house, but on leash is so scared with the tail tucked wide-eyed and looking around nervously. Mm-hmm. She's on prong with a short leash at my side. How can I make her more confident? Okay. So the problem is your dog can't flee. The issue is when they're outside, they're more confident, but 
they can go right, left, stop, go in reverse, turn around, lie down. They can hide. They can escape. They always have an escape route they can get to. On a leash, they have no escape route. So, you know, a leash, that's why people they, they, people don't believe in, you know, punishment. And a leash is a punisher. It keeps, you know, it keeps, it, it stops dogs. So so the applying a punisher stops an un, stops a unwanted behavior. So the leash stops a dog from free roaming. It's a punisher. You added a leash to it, added a leash to the mix. Um, but anyway, what I would believe it or not is a remote collar with, with our remote collar and our fearful dog course will stop all this stuff. But it's important you know how to do it, though. So take your dog more places. There is actually a certain way to take your dog more places. Most people do it wrong. Do confidence building drills. Okay. Um, excuse me, um, uh, uh, therapist, but my wife and I um, are having communication problems. The therapist says, learn how to communicate better. Okay, I've got to go now. What? Learn how to, like, there's no, there's no, there's no specifics. There's no specifics. So it's important that people understand how to do it. But a remote collar is fantastic for fearful dogs. It actually gives them confidence. It really does. It goes against what a lot of people think. A lot of people think, oh, innately fearful dog and we're going to shock it. But they just don't understand how the tool works. That's all. Next. Tiago said, thank you. You're welcome. Cheryl says, hello, dog peeps. Hey, hey Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl. Paul, not only are shock collars often used wrong, but the most commonly purchased only have a few SIM levels. Just spend the money on a good one. Yeah. So... And sometimes they're used wrong, not in a necessarily in a bad way. It's just not in a productive way. Not in a productive way. And, you know, a lot of times people also get them after. See, this is it. Like, here's a good example. The person was like, she used the shot collar and it jumped in its face. You might have gotten the shot collar because the dog was jumping in her face. Mm. That's another thing. Also, she could have gotten the shot collar before, like, without doing any other training whatsoever and only just using it for one thing. She used that out of frustration. You know, a lot of people don't, we have to always remember that people are not doing it on purpose. They're not doing it wrong on purpose. That's why you have to have a lot of empathy and that's why you have to have, but you also have to be firm about this stuff too. And that's why you also have to have a lot of either hands-on or very visual stuff or well, well-coached stuff. Like our courses are very, you know, even though it's not hands-on, it might as well be. It might as well be because we, we do a Q&A on them and then we also, we've trained so many dogs, we also know how people do it incorrectly. So we'll mention that usually. Next. Awesome. Ozzy said, all this time I thought it was a potato. The mushroom? No, it's a watermelon. Water, watermelons and potatoes look similar. That's why. It's just going to piss me off that it's crooked like that. Mm. I don't know how I didn't see that. Oh, well. Joyful because you only see it on the Instagram camera, which is blocked by the words. Right. On our camera, your head's in the way. Mm. Joyful Dog says, the dog is a 48-pound Whippet lab mix. Still seems heavy. Uh, 10 pounds to them, not really. What do you mean? Picking up that dumbbell. Wes used to pick up little like 10 pound dumbbells. Oh yeah, dogs, dogs, dogs necks are strong. They're very strong. Yeah. I mean, how many times like that 45 whip pound whip it can play, you can play tug with that dog. And I bet you the force that dog pulls back with can probably knock you off your feet. So they're pretty strong. Next. GB Box says, I commend people for trying. Most times they just need more help. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we're here for. But we're also here to be realists. But we're also here to be scaled down versions of me sometimes. 
Like, I mean, at some point, you also have to have the conversation with the owner. If you are a professional dog trainer, you have to know how to fire an owner. If you're a female dog trainer, you know how to not put up with any shit whatsoever. And I think you all know what I'm talking about. So it's like, and then you have to worry about safety. But if you're a dog trainer, it's your obligation to have a conversation with the owner when it comes time to, like, you're not doing your share of the work. We're going over the same stuff every time. What do you mean you feel bad correcting your dog? Your dog is trying to kill your other dog. Your dog is trying to kill your cat. Your dog is being leash reactive. Isn't there another way? I don't know. You went to four other trainers before me with the other way. Did you tell me? Is there another way? They advertise that there is. You paid for that there is. And here we are today. So if you want to stop paying for dog trainers, you can listen to me now. If you want to keep going over the same stuff, why don't you just prepay for three packages? Because I'll be back three times. Three, three, three as many times because we're going at a third speed. Next. Beautiful dogs. This family has three dogs coming together at Christmas. One has <clears throat> higher history. I'm assuming that means bite history. Mm -hmm. Dog aggressive. Went after the six-month-old puppy last visit. Mm -hmm. Haven't had official training. Yes, muzzled. Suggestions for prep. Yeah, get crates. Tell them to bring a crate. Tell them they have to leave the dog in the car or in the crate. They can take it out to go to the bathroom and they can put it back in. End of story. If they don't like it, they can come over. End of story. It's a, these are simple conversations. Easy for you to say, really? Huh. For some reason, I recall going out to California in my RV to see my folks having Thanksgiving dinner and leaving my dogs in my RV and not bringing them in the house because they've got a, dog, a small little dog that doesn't get along with dogs, and I'm not their dog trainer, nor will I be their dog trainer because rule number one, don't train family dogs. Mm -hmm. your family dogs i mean so but these are easy conversations to have great we have a perfect spot for your kennel do you need me to get a kennel for you or will you be bringing your own um we have to kennel our dog yes you have to kennel your aggressive dog that attacked my dog that isn't trained yes you do have to kennel your dog or you can keep it in your car those are two options the holidays you know i'm sure it'll be cooler so the you know, and you also can't smoke in my house. Let's see, people, it's so weird. I'm a little bit uncomfortable about um, having, telling my cousin who has an aggressive dog that attacked my kid. I know it was a dog, but attacked my kid last time. I'm a little bit uncomfortable telling them like, well, I prefer if you don't bring your dog. Oh, but if they smoke, I'll rip their fucking heads off. It's like... Whoa, so safety to your child or smoking, which I can't stand smoking. But it's like people, well, you wouldn't let somebody smoke in your house, would you? Most people in today's day and age wouldn't, even smokers. Hell no. No, you got to go outside. But but why can't you do that with dogs? It's not that difficult to do. Just say no. Oh, my God. Just the video that we put up, the short on YouTube about what, how Courtney was like, setting boundaries right. or whatever. Did you happen to read the comments on it? No. Really? The amount of people who are like, no fucking way. I'm bringing my dog. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, people just can't take no as an answer. Yeah, they can't. Their dog. No. Dog. Yeah. It's really, it's really, it's like, just don't bring the dog. It's Even not... when we did the belly rub, the appeasement behavior with Cora, that biting dog. 
hundreds or at least dozens of I'd comments. still pet that dog. I'd still pet that dog. Okay, and you would get bit. Don't tell me what to do. I'm going to pet that okay, dog. Okay, and you get bit. It's like the dog is clearly telling you mm-hmm. you've already fucking right. touched. Right, right. It's like you're the idiots who get bit yep. and then say the dog bit out of nowhere. Right. We're oh. literally telling you this is a sign to look for right. when the dog doesn't want to be bit. Oh, I would kiss that dog. Okay, it'll bite your face off. Like, it's like... It's like, don't complain then. You can't, so so you can't go to the, so if you get bit in the face, if you get bit anywhere, you can't go to the hospital, you can't sue me, you can't get any medical help, you can't take any pain reliever whatsoever at all. If you don't listen. Because that's because you're stupid. And stupid people don't get, don't get those benefits. Next. Very good dog training said they fail to be able to draw boundaries with their dog probably leads to aggression and they cannot draw boundaries with the house owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. People it's have all... boundaries. They have a huge boundary issue. They have a huge. People got a huge boundary issue, and they and they and they have to understand that boundaries is not is is not the opposite of love. Mm-hmm. Boundaries equals love. That's just the way it works. Not having boundaries for 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 your loved ones, including your animals, is lack of love. A lot of times, a lot of bound, not having boundaries in relationships is self worth issues. Hmm. I mean, we can go. We can shrink this fucking show down to the core yeah, if you want to. It goes so but deep. but it's but it's but it's people have to understand that. But also, not setting boundaries with your guests is also self worth issues. Yes. Why can't you tell people no and and enforce it? That's all. Or else we have the situation we have now, where everyone is just doing what they want to do with no consequences. Oh, yeah, shoplifting. We're having a sale on shoplifting this week. Bring a card, fill it up. You don't have to pay for it. Bring your own card. That's what it is. That's what you want to do now. BYOC. Yep. It's all moving to California. That's everywhere now. You know, houses are expensive, but you don't got to pay for shit. <laughs> Next. Well, that's why everything's locked up now. You go to Walgreens, like the fucking, they have literally body washed behind a, oh, sure. a locked case. It's like, are you kidding me? Yep. This is crazy. I know. Stephanie, I'm going to gift green to graduate to everyone in my neighborhood. Twice this week, we've been rushed by dogs that ran out the door as we walked by, and the owner opened the door. Absolute bullshit. She put, oh it, by, she, she put it by a gun, Stephanie. So that was a joke. That's awful. Okay. But get yourself some um, get yourself some bear spray. Dog people open up the door. We were just talking about that the other day. We can, you know, um, we had a couple of cool days here. Mm-hmm. So we run air conditioning here um, almost. Not year round, but we run air conditioning here a lot. A lot. And um, the windows we have here, this house has, it was built, I think, in the 70s. And so it's got windows that are not easy to open. Plus, we have hurricanes here, and sometimes we have to shut, you know, screw them shut, and we haven't unscrewed them. So we don't have easy windows to open up and, open, and, and, and close. Um, a couple of the places have got crank windows. Anyway, we don't get good airflow. So um, in our back of our yard, since it's highly secure and we've got dogs, um, we leave our back doors open when we're home um, to let the cool air in. And it's funny because even in the early morning, like, Tex won't go outside. He can easily just go outside and go right to his potty spot, but he won't. Unless he's told to. Unless he's told to. Mm -hmm. So I can have an open door in my house. And same thing with coming in. During that same day, if we have the dogs outside and they just got out from swimming, they won't come in the house until we tell them to. They'll just stay outside, even with an open door. Mm-hmm. So it's like a do- doorways are threshold training. We have a free video on threshold training. But carry bear spray with you next time to squirt the dogs. And if an owner gets upset with you, squirt them and then call the police. <laughs> it's simple stuff. It's called boundaries. 
Oh, Stephanie said, thank goodness you all provided me with the education on exactly what to do. Yeah. 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 Kick the dog, spray the dog. You, you know, someone's going to get hurt. So you can't be you or the dog. Simple concept. Especially not Theo and Bali. They come yeah. way too far. Yeah. Uh, Joyful Dogs is I'm having this issue and I think I need to fire the client. Unsure how to approach. Eight weeks and still cannot grasp the homework. Now using e-collar incorrectly and the dog is becoming fearful and confused. Okay. So take the e-collar away and say, I'm no longer the right trainer for you. End mm -hmm. of story. I'm no longer the right trainer for you. You don't I, need to like even explain it. I don't, I don't think this is working out. I don't, I don't think this is working out. And that's it. And you walk away. No big deal. If you're going to own a business, be ready to do these things. Yep. This is what business people have to do. And as the owner of the business, it, that, that, it's your responsibility. Whenever there was a major issue in the company, I got involved with it. Even a big issue that had nothing to do with me. I, I, I stepped up. I made the phone call. I took responsibility. I took responsibility for all my employees. So that's what you do. That's what owners do. So owners have to learn how to say this is not working. You know, this is not working. That's all. Next. Abby said, I corrected my sister's dog last week. Yeah, we heard. And it worked out great. And she felt bad. Oh, well. Next. David Smith. Oh my God, David. It's Smith. been a, it's been over a month. It's probably been six weeks. Way longer. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's been like six months. I guess all the internet and all the internet in Arizona went down. How long have you been, David? Right. He says, "Hey guys, happy well, you know what happens? You know what happens when you're on the keto diet? You end up you went up in the hospital with no Wi-Fi for six Glad weeks. Glad to catch your live for a change. You both look awesome. Thank Thanks you, David. David. We love you. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. Seriously, it's literally been forever. Mm. Forever, ever." Ever, ever. All right. Any other questions? We got no Facebook tonight, so oh, that's right. We're down like twenty percent of our usual. More than that. More than yeah, that. Probably fifty yeah. percent. Well, I'm excited about coaching next because coaching is really helping a lot of people. Um, our next module is actually going to be talking about how, like when to fire clients. How to yeah, know a lot of client stuff. Yeah, a lot of client relations. Yeah, but we get really deep into personal growth stuff. See, nobody talks about that. Everybody mm -hmm. assumes, everybody assumes to be better at something, you need to be have a better skill in that, and and on some things you probably should be. I imagine if you're a, a, a home builder, you're probably pretty sh pretty good at knowing all the codes and how to build and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And obviously, if you're a dog trainer, um, you need to be um, good training dogs. But the difference is, as a dog trainer, you're working with a client a lot, so you need to have really good. Um, client skills um, uh, and then human skills to understand how humans think um, understand how to communicate with uh, humans and then also understand how humans learn so you can you know teach in a, in a good way where they learn you know I'm only teaching my way it's like on something sure I get it you know it's like no you're stopping fence fighting like this, this is the only way I teach it um, resource guarding this is how I teach it um, so I think that's really important but Learning about yourself, man. People keep people hold on to some long term baggage, yeah. and it creates a lot of problems. It comes out when you own a business, or you you know you work, or you get out there in, in the world. Um, a lot of shit comes back at you. So, just excited about that. Yeah, <clears throat> coaching's like I think this is our best one yet. I truly feel like it's more organized and put together than anything we've ever done before. And mm -hmm. it's going to keep getting it's better, getting better, and better. And better. Yeah. 
And then the next one we launch, we're gonna have Tony in there. Yeah. And Tony is like the daddy of everything we do. Pretty so soon. And by then we'll by then we'll get the we'll get the we'll get the watermelon uh, uh, straightened out. So it'll probably go bad by then. Maybe we'll put a candle <laughs> up there instead. Uh, Steven said, for all the other viewers or dog owners on the fence or looking for more, when Jeff and Joelle offer a program, a mentorship, a mastermind, a shadow program, say yes. <laughs> oh, thank you, Steven. Thank you, Steven. Literally, like, the coolest shadow student ever way from way back in the day. It was a while ago. It was a long time ago. What year was that, Steven? 2020? Was it even before all the freaking bonker mayhem? Oh, God, yeah. You know, I was just, thinking, I was just thinking about when I was involved, you know, when T3 existed. You know, which is train the trainers. Yeah. The first one we ever did. I'm thinking it might be 10 years. Damn. It might be. If I don't, it might not be, but it, it might be. 2013. That seems stretching. It might be 2016, 20, yeah. 2012. But it was a it was a while ago. It was a it was a long while ago, actually. It was 2021. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? So, well, right in the middle of COVID. Yeah. Damn right. <gasps> Some of us don't give a shit about COVID. That's why. Mm-mm. Yeah. Medusa Canacorso says, what can I do? We have coyote crossing through the backyard. My dogs have great recall, but if I don't catch seeing the coyote first. Well, do you want your dogs? Well, I mean, I imagine you've got Corsos. I mean, do you want them to kill the coyotes? I mean, Livestock Guardian, I mean, is good. Or get another dog to Livestock Guardian. So you've got a, a definitely a risk there because you get one dog into a pack of, say, you know, eight coyotes it'll be a hell of a fight your yeah. dog will probably do well because it's you know um i mean great pyrenees can easily wipe out half a dozen like you know you're 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 eating oysters you know so but, but still like you don't want your dog just brawling coyotes. no you don't so i'm just trying to think it's like so this is usually coyotes are out at night it's it is getting darker earlier you just have to have you know better supervision of your dog put up underground fence but or, you know, you got to be careful because your coyotes can, your dogs can travel distances. And then usually there's not one. There's usually some in waiting. So it can be dangerous. Yeah, I would definitely go out there with them. With the dogs. And, they, and even if you have an e cow Yeah, I always have a gun on you. And then the e cowers have a, um, a light. So that's really cool that you can actually see where your dogs are at night. It comes in handy. It comes in handy on some of our evening walks, yeah. too. That used to be wicked annoying when we lived up north because we had coyotes all like you'd hear them in the perimeter yeah. of my property. Yep. And if I had to let Wes out, I'm like, I can't let him out alone because he will 100% go looking for trouble with those damn coyotes. He hated them. Yeah. So I'd have to like go out there. It's freezing. And I'm like ready to correct him if he tries any shit because he knew like if I wasn't out there, he's Oops, like, yeah. I'm going to freaking hunt some coyotes. Yep. Tonight. Yep. Coming back all muddy. <laughs> Little shit. Yeah. Uh, joyful dog, more canine behavior, dog with the smell, the ground deeply on break and then get completely weighed out, flighty, peek behind him, sometimes point like a pointer, then we'll turn to dart and run toward home. He gets spun out and all of a sudden doesn't hear a thing, goes into flight response, can be, can be other dogs pee or just a rock or grass, but totally strange response. I'd check on pinnacle first. Um, yeah, I would. It's like probably isn't wired right. A remote cower is going to dramatically help. Keeping the dog on a leash is going to dramatically help. Um, probably uh, uh, you have to first constantly sniffing the ground. We had a dog Pippa in who was I've never met a dog oh that had its nose on the ground. I would probably say smeller. almost probably almost twenty four seven. Yeah, its nose was on the ground. Like I mean it was incredible. It never never walked with its head up. Um, 
and we stopped that actually and, and actually that was one of the reasons why she couldn't show the dog and she she's, she's like winning competitions now with this dog plus this dog was a, she didn't think the judge would be able to handle it and mm-hmm. was biting and um all kinds of issues we we stopped you know with that um with pippa um but and those behaviors it could be because you just don't have enough control of the dog yeah, I mean, a lot of dogs, given to their own devices, are probably going to do weird stuff. You know, I mean, look at the, just look at zoomies in general. Like, that's a pretty yeah. weird behavior. Really this is. is zoomies. Like, that's the weird behavior. And then, you know, um, dogs just doing silly stuff and how dogs like, look at how half of these dogs sleep. You know, they're cocks up in the air and, you know, it's like, you know, like not giving a shit in the world, you know. So uh, it could be just lack of guidance. So if you if you start like enforcing even with your basics, start with a you know a, a really good heel, which the nose the nose is obviously not on the ground for that, and then all that little flightiness, and start patterning that, start patterning that behavior. So you know, but there could be something wrong with it. But a remote collars can dramatically help. Next, David said the humans are the hard part. I have to have five different ways to get my point across depending on their experience, personality, mm, etc. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, but that's the, David. Yeah, but that's the job, yeah. and that's what makes a good dog trainer. And then what's, that's what makes that's a great dog trainer. Yeah, I mean, we are we are coaches, and also, you know, liking your clients, yeah. working with working with you know great people. That's why people should be pre-screening clients. Like you know, this, don't work with people that are not nice. <laughs> you know, and don't work with people that you don't think are going to do the work. So it's sort of like like you have the option it's not your it's not their god-given right just because they pay you that you have to accept them you know so um but teaching humans is what it's all about because they're not your dogs they're not your dogs next awesome ozzy how would you help a young dog from being submissive to another the same age we advocate for both dogs don't let that other dog bully it it might be going through a fear stage too, but still. But don't let that old the other dog bully it because for all we know, that younger dog is going to end up being bigger and stronger or becoming, you know, one of these days tired of being bullied and just like snap at the other dog and go ballistic. And it's going to be like, I'm tired of your nonsense. And once that dog feels confident enough, it's going to, it's, it's going to do it. And you end up with a dog fight. So probably advocating for both dogs, not letting the other dog be a bully, which is probably normal play. Um, but with this other dog advocating it for advocating for it, but eventually you have to learn how to be greeted, how to greet other dogs. Excuse me. How to do appropriate how how to do appropriate play. You know, it's gonna have to learn all it's gonna have to learn all those things. John says, is it preferable to use e-collar or bonker to correct food resource guarding? Doing the food bowl up and down and teaching the default out command no aggression then but if you come back in and touch the dog he growls and may even bite that's then you have a, you have a resource guarding issue i prefer an e-cower i prefer an e-cower on an extremely high level i prefer an e-cower engaged for um, a good amount of time five plus seconds use a back tie um use a back tie in that so the dog can't lunge at you or or yeah we have a we have a resource guarding course so we, we have also a, have free YouTube videos. We have a resource guarding course, and if you go to YouTube, look up in our in our YouTube account, look up how to a uh, resource guarding. Timing is key, though, especially with resource guarding. Like you don't, you almost don't want to wait. No, you don't. You teach, Once they start growling, like you're kind of fucked, yeah. and they're just going to be you like teach the out command, which is really important to do because out is used a lot in a lot of different, you know, um, situations. 
that have nothing to do with guarding behavior, even aggression. It's just physical movement of the body, directional stuff. Um, but I prefer the e-collar because it can be, it's way more effective. Yeah, resource counting is so important, no matter how old the dog is, to stop it, stop it cold, and stop it now. Next. Holly said, congratulations again, Joelle, on the new nephew. Thank you. I'm yeah. going to meet him tomorrow. That's I'm right. so pumped. Uh, what time will coaching be Saturday? It's Sunday, Holly. It's still Sunday. I fly in Sunday. What do we do? Three but five? I fly in at like 11 o'clock, 11.15. So we just pushed it three to five. But yeah. an email will go out. We'll send out like a formal email Friday and then another mm -hmm. reminder on probably Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. We're going to put plenty of reminders mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Medusa Kane Corso said, yes, I'm with them and they're out at all hours. The coyotes. Oh, really? That's during the day. Wow. Crazy. Yes, I have e-collar trained by you guys from your content. Okay, awesome. So, yeah. So, just practice a lot of recalls when there's no coyotes because then once they're in drive, like a lot of recall doesn't work. So then you have to practice recall when in, in drive. So a good way, a good way to do that is say they like the ball, they love the ball, throw the ball, call them off the ball. And if you can't call the dog off the ball, in other words, you stop the dog from going towards the ball and it comes back at you. If, dog, if that dog's like, fuck that, I'll get back there after I get the ball. Well, you're probably not going to stop your dog from going after a coyote. That's a good test. And that's, the ball compared to the coyote is like probably a hundred plus, you know, times the, 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 um, temptation. So, um, chasing coyotes is fun for a lot of dogs because dogs are apex predators and they're not chasing them to play. They're chasing them because that's what they do. That's what dogs do. They chase. It's like, you know, it's like a terrier with like, you know, all kinds of different rodents. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to make a hamster my best friend. And I'm sure there's someone does own a terrier with a hamster that are friendly. But I'm talking about like, you know, you know, you got a terrier and it sees a little mole or it sees, you know, you know, uh, a rat or something. I assure you, they're going to fucking have a great time chasing that down and killing it. Which doesn't mean they're aggressive. If anybody's struggling with a dog that's aggressive, did you shower, wash your hair, clean your ears? You just do that at seven o'clock. So you do that at seven o'clock. You better get your butt in there now. Yes, you did. Get in there now because okay, because I'm queuing up to go in there real soon. So go. Joyful dog said, "Too bad bear spray is illegal in Canada. So useful, dude. Was everything illegal in Canada? Um, speeches. They're like toilet paper is legal. Got to wipe your hand, wipe your ass with your bare hands here. Right. Jeez, Louise. So yeah, you know, I think it's not illegal to remove your sex organs of your children. I don't think that's illegal. Oh boy. Yep. Next. We went there. Snuggle ones. The e-collar lights are so useful, especially since now I've been walking my dogs in the dark mornings before work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the yeah. lights." It's also good for like, even if you can see, just for traffic to be able to see that you've got, you know, you know, dogs, you know, um, and pretty soon it's going to be illegal to practice psychology, even though you've got a psychology degree. Just ask Jordan Peterson about that. Yeah. Who I'm a fan of. Um, best, paw best paw forward bought the a badge. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, Instagram, you can buy badges. Shratner says, y'all are amazing. Can't wait to see you guys next year. Awesome. Thanks. Oh, yeah, we're doing a seminar at her place. That's, uh, Who, that? that's Krista, right? Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Medusa, I mean, the coyotes are out all hours, especially the day. Yeah, that's what, that's what I, you know, I figured you said that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's weird. That's weird coyote behavior. Yeah, I remember seeing some coyotes, like, walking down the middle of the street on the east side of Providence. 
like on Blackstone Boulevard because there's they, they live in the Swan Point Cemetery there, and it's like it's really weird that they're walking down the middle of the street during the day. Coyotes. They, yeah, because they tend to be nighttime nighttime predators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. JW said, "What's your best?" Oh no, no, no! Enjoy the journey. Said T three twenty eighteen was the best. Lots of OGs and newbies. What a great group to learn from. So that was twenty eighteen. Five years ago. Oh gosh, that was we probably going on five years prior to that. Twenty eighteen. Isn't that the one I went to? I was in the twenty eighteen. I, so. I think Holly was there. Holly, were we in the same T three? Hmm. It's all a freaking blur. It feels like another lifetime, honestly. It sort of was. JW, what's your best course for fear and anxiety? Probably the fearful dog course. Or green to graduate. Yeah, but I would get I would do them both. I would do them both. This is what I would do. Um I would get green to graduate before the price doubles, more than doubles. Then when you go down, when you purchase that on the purchase form, you can scroll down a little bit. If Fearful Dog Course is available at half price, which if that's what the these bumps are, get that and then get a $97 consult with me. You can do that. Or do it reverse. Get the Fearful Dog Course and then chances are green to graduate is going to be half price. And so will it counsel. So those are three things you're going to end up with mad, mad skills. Uh, Lokahi said, thanks for the tip for your last slide. The Maltese is doing much better. Good, good. Awesome. I love it when um, I can give advice right on the show. People um, do, do do the advice and mm-hmm. then, and then um, they get great results literally by the next show. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Pretty efficient dog training. Next. Joyful dogs that I was trying to find videos on the crate exiting specifically. Found lots on kennel drills and entering, but I couldn't find on darting out. Do you have any I can search? No. But no. but all you do is you just slam the dog into a sit or tell them to down. Green to graduate too showed that a ton with Griff. Remember yeah. how crazy he was with mm-hmm. that kennel? He had a lot of dogs that come wild. You teach them that go, rushing out of the crate sucks. And then they stop doing it. And then you teach them they should go into a sit or a down. So coming out of the crate, going out the front door, none of those are like high adrenalized activities because they, they'll, they'll knock something over or they'll run into shit. In multi-dog households, that could start a dog fight too. So a lot, of, a lot of reasons why you don't want that. David said, totally agree. By the time you read this, you won't remember what I'm agreeing with, but I always agree with you in general. Good trainers are good coaches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we're talking about the human training, David. Um, David said, learn to turn down clients I didn't click with. Yeah, that's how that, that's fair. That is hard to do. And, you know, obviously a lot of clients listen to the show and dog owners listen to the show. Don't take it personally, but trainers like us that have been training for a long period of time, like training the dog is the, is the most laborious part. Training the human is the hardest part. But if the, if the human is not on board with all the training protocols, then don't expect your dog to like train, it's going to regress back to its old way because dogs are opportunists. Like your untrained dog is trained. You've trained your dog not to listen. Oh, that's bullshit. Really? Your kid is trained to break curfew. No, it's not. Does it ever make curfew? No, it's always late. Is there a consequence? Oh, no. Okay. Go back to my original phrase. Your kid is trained to break curfew. Your child is trained to be a picky eater. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. What do you, what's for dinner tonight? Well, we all had meatloaf. All right. How about Johnny? Well, first we tried this sandwich. Then we went to this sandwich. Then we went to the leftovers. Then we made a whole pizza for him that was in the freezer. And none of that worked. We ended up with a PBJ. Oh, okay. Great. 
<laughs> so your kids training you to do what? So everything is training. What's next? Um, Pauline says, what community do you get access to with the coaching? That's our new membership platform that's launching November 1st. So we have four slots left for like early sign up, like the next four people who sign up for the pay in full coaching, get an annual membership to the community. So 12 Good. months paid in full, you get access and that's going to be more coaching calls, more live zoom stuff with me and Jeff, mini courses that will not be released to the public. Yeah. behind the scenes training of everything we do at the training center. So tons of content, tons of support, a community of like-minded people, never before access, seen content access to us and you get a whole year of it. Yeah. That's, that's part of it. That's what you get. Yeah. And if you want to join the community, you, it launches November 1st. And that's just going to be what? $37 a month. Something like that. Yeah, but I'm sure we'll offer special pricing. To the you're, first, you're, like you're, first hundred people yeah. to sign up, we'll get a better price. Like mm -hmm. we're gonna, you know, we're gonna hook you guys yeah, up. Yeah, Joelle and I are getting more and more into just virtual learning, mm -hmm. um, and us being virtual teachers, just because we can help more people around the world that don't have access to quality training. Also, price point wise, it's gonna be less than quality, um, less than quality training out there, but also obviously really bad training out there. Next. Um, Medusa Kane Corso said my Corso was in heat and I Googled if dogs and coyotes can breed. And yes, yeah, there are can. coyote dogs. Absolutely. Yikes. Yeah. But I'm not even worried about coyote dogs. I don't want a freaking dachshund hump in your freaking Corso either. <laughs> you know, I don't want to see the pictures at all. You know, well, I know some people that would pay money for the pictures, but I don't want the pictures. Yeah. Arvera says our dog has been getting... Our out has been getting better, but still needs a little work with toys sometimes. He gets excited and tries to grab it before I get to it. I'm pregnant and moving slower. I had to correct him for it. So when you so have the e-collar on, role play that exact scenario. All right. Throw a toy on the ground, go towards it, the dog goes toward it, does out, whatever level you're doing now, double it. And if the level is below 30, triple it. Okay, that's not like the rule of thumb for everything, but I want to, you You have a baby, that dog, first of all, we have baby-proofing protocols, we've got a baby-proofing course, you can also do a counsel, we have baby-proofing protocols, um, if you don't know green to graduate, your dog should know a minimum of green to graduate, um, and uh, out is going to be actually a big thing, and also your your blanket that you're going to be laying your baby down on for uh, that with a little mobile and stuff and the tummy time blanket, which is all the same, obviously um, your dog's never allowed to step on that ever. Can't lie on it. Can't step on it. That blanket is hot to the dog and that's a safe zone for your child. Next. Um, Joyful dog says holding a hundred on e-collar blows through the crate door, even out of a down runs anyone over. I used to tie back. I stopped him succeeding, but after 12 reps, still can't remove the leash. Um, even double downs, but I don't open until he stops whale eyeing and shifty eyes. If I open even an inch, he goes to dart, blows through a hundred anyways. Now is scared to go in the crate. He thinks the crate's hot. Mm -hmm. So some dogs need more than the double the single boss, they need the double boss, check for sizing, also the timing of it. Also what else in the house is being done, what's not being done. You know, um also the dog should be on a leash with a with a prong collar to give you the most leverage so the dog can't dart. Um there's always way. There's always ways around it. Like we've worked with these dogs, so there's always ways. If twelve wasn't enough reps, you're probably underwhelming the dog, or the dog needs more than twelve reps to understand it. 
Some dogs do. Some dogs don't give a shit. They just don't give a shit. They've been doing something for a long period of time or they want something long enough that they don't care about the human information. You know, they don't even care about mother nature. You know, they'll jump off a cliff, break their leg, keep going. Next. Um, enjoy the journey. Said yes too long ago. I was am chatty Kathy Blonde. Oh, we <laughs> know who you are. No, I was just like trying to remember if, she, if I was at that T3. I don't remember much from T3. Mm. It's a weird time in my life. Yep. Divorce will do that to you. It's a weird fucking time in my life. Yep. That's for sure. Next. That's it. That's it. All right. It's 803. 803. Awesome. Awesome, everybody. Make sure all the chickens are rounded up tonight. Poor girl. What about, we don't even have a have to go through with a flashlight. Do a head count with your cell phone light. That's what I did. Oh, fuck that. When I was on chicken duty. I'm not doing that. Yes, you just open it and make sure they're all in there. I'm not doing a head count. Okay. Hope everyone has a fantastic night. Don't forget Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy. If you've been thinking about getting green to graduate, this is the time to do it. Price goes up to $4.97. Just giving everybody a heads up. Um, and I will see everybody tomorrow morning, I believe, for the Wake the Fuck Up with Chop Show, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right. Everybody have a fantastic, fantastic day and night. night.